Pig Suey Razorbacks. <laughs> All right, welcome to the highly debatable sports show. Uh, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I am Matthew Wright. I've been a friend of Lenny's for about three years. Probably the number one person that I talk to about sports. And what would you say, Lenny? Probably about – I mean, we, we probably talk like sun up to sun down. We're, we're always talking about something, whether that's baseball, um, football. Dude, I mean, I'm sure we've talked about um, water polo at some point, bro. I mean, we're always talking about sports <laughs> and talking about something and just trying to, to get more knowledge about the sport and – it's it's just addicting. I mean, I hate to say it, it but I mean, it, it's just like a drug. Um, sports are just like an escape from the real world, and it gives you something to look up to. And I, I just think that we both are on the same page and connection there. Just like you can't not love sports. Yep, I agree completely. All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and jump into this. We're talking about the NFL today. Uh, we've yes, talked sir. about NBA in the we past can... on the podcast, but – Week one started Thursday, and yesterday was the first full day of games. So I'm going to start by asking you who your favorite team is, Matt. Go ahead and tell the well, fans. It's a it's a good day and a sad day to be um, the fan that I am. Uh, in my heart, I like to say that I'm a I'm a loyal Browns fan, even though I'm pretty mad at them right now. But it, it's a mad that's like, dang it, like that freaking sucks. I hate that they did that. But at the same time, it's like I'm very proud of them. So I'm a pretty loyal Browns fan. But at the same time, on the NFC, I'm a pretty loyal Seahawks fan. And anytime they're playing, I'm always tuning in to both of the teams. Um, I've been a Seahawks fan longer than I've been a Browns fan. Um, I've been a Seahawks fan probably since about 2008, 2007, when they drafted Owen Schmidt. And he was my favorite player from West Virginia. Of course, basically everybody here in West Virginia. Um, is a WVU fan, so um, Seahawks fan since early 2000s when I was a little kid, and then when I've been able to like really dive into the game and get to know the players and, and watching consistently, I really like the Browns. So those are my teams, and we all know what happened yesterday, but we'll, I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit. Yep. Uh, if you guys didn't know, I'm a Washington fan. It's uh, an old football a- team. It's about a 50-50 year in terms of of enjoyment as a fan. We've got a good defense to look forward to. Heineke could surprise. I do. I do think the secondary is pretty weak. But Heineke starting at quarterback because Fitzpatrick just went on the IR for three weeks. So yeah. we'll see if he can provide a spark to the offense that we really A lot of had. injuries actually yesterday. Um, I've been getting oh, yeah. a bunch of notifications today about injuries. And, I mean, that's – that's expected every single year. You're always going to get some injuries on the first game, but praying for those people and hopefully they won't be out long. Yep. All right. So who is a team that surprised you week one? Um, I'm not going to say they surprised me because I mean, they were pretty good last year. Um, but I think it's, I think it's the team that everybody's talking about today. Um, but I'm going to say that the Titans surprised me. Now you're going to say, well, why didn't the Cardinals surprise you? I was more surprised by the Titans' effort in gameplay yesterday than I was surprised of the Cardinals. Lenny, we've talked about it a couple times. When the Cardinals signed J.J. Watt, we were like, dang, bro, this is going to be a very talented team. They're putting some um, pieces together. Um, and now they're, they're really clicking on all cylinders, and they look like a very highly anticipated contender 
uh, in that NFC West division. And I'm more surprised at the Titans because who'd they get? They got Julio Jones in the offseason, and they're like, oh, this offense, we're going to establish the run. Derrick Henry can't be tackled. No one can contain him. And then when we establish the run, we got either A.J. Brown or we got Julio Jones, and we're just going to light everybody up. But I was surprised in their effort and their gameplay yesterday. Ryan Tannehill didn't even have a touchdown until probably the third quarter or maybe very late in the second quarter, and he ran it in. Uh, I think yeah. he maybe threw maybe one or two touchdown passes, had maybe one or two interceptions, but that was the team that surprised, surprised me yesterday. Um, most people would have gone with a team that was really good or playing really well, but I was more shocked that they played bad than all the teams that played good. Because all the teams that played good yesterday, that all these people are like, oh, I'm so shocked. I mean, if you look at their roster and you look at the talent that they have, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's expected. That's expected. Yeah. I would say, for me, the 49ers offense surprised me. Because this is a team that was in the Super Bowl the year before last, pretty much led by their defense, but they still had a pretty good offense with Garoppolo at the helm, but Raheem Moser, yeah, Raheem Moser exited early with a knee injury, and they put in Eli Mitchell, their like that third man. string running back. Wow, nineteen that carries, hundred plus yeah. yards, and a and TD. He had one TD out of nowhere, and their yeah. offense absolutely lit up the Lions' defense. And the Lions don't have the best defense, but yeah. still, the Forty ers offense caught me off guard, and the Rams' offense as well. Missing Cam yeah, Akers. We, we were we were talking about that game last night, and I'm I'm just happy for for Stafford, man. Yep. He, I think he's finally. This is the first talented offense that he's had since Megatron left the league. So yep, it's really really good to see. It's refreshing. All right, who is so, a team? So wait, did Brandon Ayuk play yesterday? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because I was going to say, if the 49ers offense without two of their most star-powered players and you're still impressed by that, I'm going to have to watch out for them. I didn't watch that game very much because, I mean, like we said, the Lions don't have that good of a defense. Um, 49ers defense has been stacked for the last couple years. I mean, I thought automatic dub for the 49ers, so I didn't really pay attention to that game as much as the rest of the games that were on at that time. But I'll be have to – that Mitchell kid, though, everybody's Mm -hmm. been talking about him this morning on first take and undisputed and all the football TikToks. So that, that's a name to watch out for. I think his, his future might be a little uncertain when Trey Sermon comes off the IR or yeah. I think just co- the coach's decision, they didn't let Trey Sermon play, but he'll probably be the number one back when he comes back. Yeah. But Raheem Mostert's just been plagued with injuries. And He's another player, almost. yeah, another player that went off for him was Debo Samuel. True. It's, I did Speedy see that. Mm-hmm. So, who was a team that you think was kind of a letdown yesterday? Oh, well, like I said, the, the Titans, man. Yeah. Um, I know I said that earlier, but I guess I can give you more of a positive outlook on a team that did let me down, and that was the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I, I was shocked. I was shook and, like you said, disappointed. You have the lead the whole entire game, basically. Um and we talked about it last night, bro. It's the, it's on the punter, and um, the Scottish warrior he knows it, man. Um, but when you're when you, 
I mean, they didn't punt for the first time until the fourth quarter. Yep. I mean, that that's that's positive to me. You're playing maybe considerably the greatest offense in the NFL. You're playing the face of the league in probably the hardest stadium in the world to play. And you have a punter who obviously was probably thinking, we're scoring so easily right now, I'm not even going to punt this whole entire game. He gets in the game, they're going crazy, and he just messes up. I mean, yeah, that's well, football. You'll have that sometimes. Um, but I was just disappointed that they couldn't pull through. Um, am I disappointed in the team themselves? No. Um, I think maybe that's a wake-up call uh, because they can say, listen, we have to get our minds and our emotions under control, and if we do the things that we need to do, we can win that football game. So um, one turnover, Nick Chubb's not usually a man who fumbles, um, has just a couple in his career, but that's, I mean – that's going to plague you when, when you're a running back in a workhorse like that. You will fumble. Yeah, um, it's going to happen. And then Baker throwing an interception right there. He did the right thing. He was trying to throw it out of bounds. I mean, what else are you going to do? If you take the sack, then everyone's like, oh, you idiot. Like, okay, if you take the sack, I mean, you take the sack, that's fine. But then you have even further to get that first down, and it's yeah, coming up on a fourth down. So then you you have to almost call an extra timeout, and you're left with one with maybe 45 seconds left in the ball game. So I was just disappointed that they couldn't pull that through. And I mean, we've we've got 16 more games left to play. Um, so this disappointment will wash away. And I'll say what Aaron Rodgers said yesterday: it's just one game. Yeah, that is very true. Um, in my opinion, I was I was very let down by the Washington secondary. Uh, William Jackson yeah. had an interception, but other than that, they just, I mean, they couldn't cover me out there. And it was pretty rough. <laughs> it, it was rough to watch. I mean, I know Keenan Allen is a, probably a top seven to five receiver in the game right now. 100%. And he finds those holes in zone, which is exactly what he was doing yesterday. Washington was running a lot of zone coverage, and he was just finding holes in the zone. And it was as simple as that. And Herbert's I mean, going to find that. Herbert's going to see his receiver every time because yep, he's a stud. But besides the Washington football team, I was honestly very let down with the Titans as well, their run game. But the Giants, Saquon Barkley could not get anything going yesterday. Their defense gave up 25-plus points and yep. coming into this week was projected to be a top five to 10 defense in the league. Yeah, Everybody's well, they been got smoked by Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, they did. All right, so based on what you've seen so far in week one, who's your way too early Super Bowl predictions? I'm, we, we've talked about this, and I text in our friends group message every week. And this week I said that my way too early prediction – was the Bucks and the Browns. And I, I'm not going to waver from that pick and decision because I don't think anybody in the NFC yet, yet can compete with the Buccaneers, man. Um, the Bucks look good. The Bucks look healthy. The, and the Bucks look fun. And I think if, as long as they have Tom Brady and Gronk and AB and their defense is as stout as they possibly can be, 
they're, they're the contenders in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not wavering away from that. The Bucks are nasty, and as long as Tom Brady's in there as their quarterback, he will find a way to win. And then the Browns, the 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 Browns in Kansas City will meet again. That is not the last time they will play. Yeah, guarantee it. Me and you, we talked about their schedule today, earlier before I went to the gym, and like I said, there's maybe two or three games that they lose. Everything else. It's almost a W, guaranteed W. If we look at it, I told you that I think that the closest games that they're going to have are against the Cardinals and the Chargers, only because we know that um, Keenan Allen can get in that zone and, and find ways to get himself the ball and make plays. That's what a good wide receiver does. And then I don't think that there's anyone else that they, they lose to. You said they maybe lose one to the Ravens, but I told you today that I, I think the Ravens are going to be mentally in shambles the rest of the year because of all the injuries. Um, but those are my two picks, my AFC and my NFC. Um, and I said, yeah, I mean, the, the Browns will get back to the AFC championship. I think they have the star power. I think they have the discipline. Um, there weren't a lot of penalties called in that game, and I think that's why it went so fast yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the Browns are disciplined enough to get there. We know Kansas City is going to be there unless – by, by some crazy happening, and, and I pray that it doesn't happen, but unless some big stars on that team get hurt, they're, they're in the championship. I don't think yeah. anybody else in the AFC, except for maybe the Browns and the Bills, have a team to combat the star power that the Kansas City Chiefs have. So maybe this loss will show them, hey, we beat them in the first, second, and third quarter. They beat us in the fourth. Um, that's a wake-up call. Now we got to get our um, shoes and pants on to kick the rest of this uh, season out, and we'll meet him again. I agree. I'd say I've got Tampa in the NFC as well. I, based on what we saw yesterday, though, the it's Cardinals hard, might they might shock yeah. some people. Just really explosive yeah. offense. If Chandler Jones can keep up this level of play Five all sacks season, yesterday, bro. Five yeah. sacks. He yeah. looked like a young Vaughn Miller out there yep just rushing from they lined him up at anywhere from nose tackled outside linebacker to the end it was put him in coverage a couple times it was special to watch but in the AFC I think I've got the Browns solely because they've got such a tough schedule towards the end of the season yeah I think they're going to be a well-oiled machine going into the playoffs and I just don't see them losing to Kansas City two times yeah. in one season, let alone three straight times. I think the, their last just... couple games are Ravens, Ravens, Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. Yep. So, and, and they play Ravens twice. Okay. Maybe give the Ravens one win, but they have the Ravens a bye week and then the Ravens again. So they just played the Ravens. If they lose, okay, they're ready to get them. If they win, okay, they're ready to get them because they know what they've done. The Ravens can still switch stuff up. The Raiders, we haven't seen them play, but based on their talent, I don't think that they're going to lose, man. And the Packers, we watched them yesterday. <laughs> um, I, I think that loss speaks for itself. The Steelers, I mean, that that defense is stout, and they will have to play them twice. Um, so if they lose one to the Steelers, they've already played them and then they had to get through the Ravens twice, and then they have two easy wins, and then the Steelers again, and then the Bengals. So, I mean, I, I think we're both on the same page right here, Lenny, that these Browns, they're going to be battle-ready when it comes down to it. Agreed. Agreed.
All right, so here's a question that I want to hear your answer to because I've already got mine, and you can probably guess it. But who is okay. one player you think is going to ball out this year? Well, I think we have the same answer, so I'm going to say someone different than I know you're going to say. Um, and I think this is the obvious choice, and it's Dak Prescott, man. Um, I think you're going to go with Matthew Stafford. So I said, yeah, I'll just go with Dak Prescott because I know he's going to um, – Brutal on some Matthew Stafford for a little bit. So, yeah, I, I think Dak, I mean, we watched him in that first game. Man threw almost 60 passes, and that's why he had 402 yards and three touchdowns, and that's bound to happen when you're throwing 60 times. But he looks healthy. He looks determined. He got paid. And I think that, I mean, he's a man that is emotional, but in a good way. He keeps his emotions into and, like, in towards himself. Mm-hmm. But because they're only inside himself, he lets them all out on the field. And that's why he's determined to have a revenge tour, saying I was on par to beat many records last year, and now I'm back on par to beat those records. I threw 402 yards in the first game. Uh, we have a defense now that it hung pretty well with the Buccaneers, um, who has all their de- defensive players back from last year. And now I have a pretty good offensive line. I had one backup offensive lineman play for an amazing starter, and they held their own versus probably one of the best D lines, and we scored 29 points, I think. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Dak Prescott, he, he's got all the weapons. He's got all the time to throw, and he's got a defense that I think is going to be able to back him up so that he can get on that field and shatter records. So yeah. I think that he is an MVP candidate. If he doesn't win MVP, 100 million percent, I would put money on it. He wins comeback player of the year. I mean, there's there's no chance that he doesn't. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, but besides the normal answers of saying like you could say Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, True. Patrick Mahomes, the, those guys are all going to ball out. Stafford, I you said you thought that I would say Stafford which yeah. is up there in the ranks for me. But mm-hmm. you're going to love this answer. S- Samuel Darnold. Oh, my but... Lord. <laughs> <sighs> he's going to shock some people, I'm telling you. He's had the arm talent since probably his first or second year in the league. He started making some crazy heroic throws in games. And we because... had to when he only had three seconds to throw the ball. Exactly. He's constantly being chased down in New York, and the same thing's happening with Zach Wilson. He made some immaculate throws yesterday. No, they didn't get any better whatsoever. Their defense might have on the Jets, but Sam Darnold, finally, he's reunited with Robbie Anderson and actually has time to sit in the pocket to wait for Robbie Anderson to get open, which makes a massive difference. And you've got Christian McCaffrey, who is the best receiving back in the league, Hands 100%. down, and Chuba Hubbard. If they want to run like, like split backfield every now mm-hmm. and then, and it's just going to be a fun team to watch. I think and they played really, really well yesterday. He ended up. Do you think getting, they win their division though? Uh, I don't think so, but they could. That defense is pretty solid. Stout. Brian Burns. Yeah. They've got some Jeremy Chin, who was a rookie safety last year. Out yeah, of Notre he Dame, pretty I well. believe he's yeah, he's pretty solid. So, who's your NFC MVP prediction? 
Are you going Matthew Stafford with this one? Not for MVP. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Matthew Stafford with this one. Um, the obvious choice, 100%, is always Tom Brady. Um, he's the GOAT, seven rings. I mean, he his name speaks for himself. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford. Man, we were talking last night, and he has never had a 100% solid line. Um, a couple years when he had Megatron, he had time to throw to Megatron. But even when he didn't have time to throw to Megatron, Megatron's Megatron, he would just go up there and, and snag the ball, kind of like Hopkins does now. He just gets up and, and gets the ball. But, man, watching him last night, when he had the ball for the first time, and there's a little play action, and then he bootlegs to the left, and he sets his foot and just throws the ball down the field. Just He's rips got, it. Dude, he just rips it. And a lot of people were, were saying that he hasn't been in an offense like um, Sean McVay orchestrates with the bootlegs and the play action, stuff like that. And he made it work. Matthew Stafford, I think, and, and this is just my opinion, has learned the playbook better and is already more determined than I think Jared Goff ever looked at the Rams. And yeah, I think I because – and I think because Matthew Stafford – is in a place where he actually wants to be, in a place where he looks happy, in a place where he's going to thrive because he has 100% on the left side and the right side, receivers, tight ends, you name it. He has people that are reliable to make plays when he throws them the ball. And I, I think that because he has that, that is going to make him excel at a rate that he's been doing already with an awful Lions team, but he hasn't just been getting that recognition because he doesn't have anybody else that's high name. Now he has these high name players that's going to get him recognition. In my opinion, the hardest conference and section of the league in the NFC West. So I I say Matthew Stafford, he's going to ball out if he stays healthy and he's continued to be protected. And I mean, that Rams defense for the last three or four years, only getting better, only getting more stout, and they're going to get him on the field as much as possible, and they're they're going to score a lot of points. I think they're going to score a lot of points, and I think they're going to play fast and exciting like they did um, last night. A lot of bootlegs, a lot of crazy different um, angles to get people the ball, and it, they're going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah. I think Matt Stafford has – he just has the it factor. He's got the arm. Yeah. He- Jared Goff was a pro-style quarterback. Every coach's dream, just somebody who's going to be poised in the pocket and make the throws you want him to make, just have his head in the game all the time. But he just doesn't have the it factor. He can't go out there and make some of the throws that Stafford does. Mm -hmm. And something as I want to challenge the audience, whoever ends up listening to this, look up on YouTube throws that Matt Stafford makes that if Mahomes would have made would be on SportsCenter Top 10. And there's just a whole 15-minute compilation of Matt Stafford throwing sidearms between the helmets of his offensive line to hit a slant yep. route or just throwing off his back leg 50 yards down the field, dropping it right into his receiver's hands. And he just he's consistently done it his whole career, but his he doesn't get the recognition. Career. No. Because he's just Which been, is sad. Yeah, it is. It really is because he's had one of the best arms in the league for the past almost, what, 13 years probably. Yeah. And nobody has recognized it 
nobody gives them recognition. I mean, they're given these young quarterbacks recognition far beyond what they've ever given Matt Stafford. True. And that's why it's so refreshing to see him in LA's offense because he's finally on a big name team, new uniforms, new enormous stadium, fast paced style of play. Insane. Yeah. It's going to be great. It is going to be fun to watch, man. And when I saw him give um, Sean McVay the, the thumbs up after he threw that pass, I was like, this guy's actually having fun. I don't yeah. think, I don't remember a time on the Lions, Matthew Stafford that was having fun and giving thumbs up to the coach from the sideline and smiling and laughing. He was there to win. And obviously he's on the Rams to win. Like that's the purpose of your playing football, but it looks like he's actually having fun. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think he could win MVP, but my pick for MVP is Kyler Murray, which may that's surprise a good pick, some bro. people. Five touchdowns yesterday. Yeah. That's a good pick. It may surprise some people, but the way that he's played the past ever since his rookie year, I mean, he put up close to MVP numbers his rookie season. And yeah. last season was probably top five in voting for MVP. So I, I think I'm gonna Kyler I'm gonna say some something. People. I'm gonna say something really quick, and and you can agree with it or, or don't agree with it. But I think there's a lot of people would that would agree with me. He's a better Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson runs, scrambles, does what he has to do. Kyler Murray can do that too. He broke like five or six defensive players for the Titans yesterday, and it looked like he was playing Madden because he was literally running back to, towards his own end zone and then escapes the pocket and makes a throw downfield. Like that's something that um, Lamar Jackson does all the time, but Kyler Murray has a better arm than him. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a bad prediction at all, man. Like, he's been putting up the same amount of numbers, if not better numbers, in QBR than Lamar Jackson. So, he he's definitely MVP caliber because Lamar Jackson is making his MVP candidacy through running. Kyler Murray has the arm to back up those running skills. Sorry to interrupt you, but it had to be said. So many people want to give Lamar Jackson this credit, but, I mean, Kyler Murray's doing exactly what Lamar Jackson's doing, but better with a better arm. Yeah, and I think Kyler Murray's kind of in his own lane right now in terms of what he's able to do on the move. And it yeah. reminds me of a younger Russell Wilson, but mm-hmm. more more speed to him. He's got more speed yeah. to him. And I don't know if he's got the the mental side of it down like Russell Wilson did quite yet, and he might. But, I mean, Russell Wilson, he's still making these throws on the run and stuff, but Kyler yeah, Murray's out here. Like a com- he's like a beautiful combination of Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson. Yeah. And I really – I think he could go out and win MVP easily this year. Yeah. And, I mean, like we said, they're already getting that recognition. So, I mean, they're going to be a team to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. every year on, on the NFL, CBS, Fox, like there's teams that they only broadcast because they know they have special players. This Cardinals team – has special players, and, and they're going to get the rec- recognition that they deserve. Definitely. All right, so who would be your pick for AFC MVP? I mean, do we do we need to talk about that one, man? I mean, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, <laughs> but here's, do... here's the thing with that. Okay, I, go ahead. I've said it ever since I watched him play 
for Texas Tech against WVU. And mm-hmm. I I talked to Adam, who's been pretty much my co-person on the podcast the past couple episodes. But he has agreed with me ever since Mahomes was on Texas Tech that this dude has just an unbelievable arm and can go out and do crazy things in the NFL. And yeah, for the Chiefs to get him late first round when they did, like mid to late first round was a steal because – a lot of teams didn't see this guy's talent as much yeah, as the Chiefs he, did. And he is talented. Oh, yeah. But the problem is, is I think every season that he's played in the NFL so far has been an MVP season, and they've only given him one. Because he goes out here and he makes throwing 45-plus touchdowns and less than 10 interceptions in 4,000-plus yards look normal. And it's not. Yeah. And and they discredit him for that almost. It's kind of like, it's kind of like yeah, he does this so much that he he throws for four touchdowns and four hundred yards a game that like we're just going to give MVP to somebody else because it's normal for Mahomes. When in reality, you know who else it's they do that too? Normal. LeBron James. I mean, that's the same thing they do yeah. with LeBron James. Yep. I mean, they almost I have agree. to do it because it's like okay, Le- LeBron James is still breaking records and he's like thirty six, thirty seven years years old. Patrick Mahomes is only 26 or 27. He's going to break records, and he's not going to get MVP every single year. I, I hate the yeah, call. Like, I, I hate to say, yeah, go, go on, go on. I'm listening. Like, go ahead and let it. Why not let him be the most decorated quarterback besides Tom of Brady? Like, why not? Because he's he's that special. He is that special. This kid is out here throwing 40 touchdowns easily. Every season, he, he's thrown 50-plus touchdowns in a season already, and that was his first season as a starter. And then every season yeah. since, he's thrown probably 35-plus bearing injuries. I mean, bearing injuries this season, he'll yeah. probably throw another True. 50 touchdowns. And then they'll probably slap MVP on somebody else. Yep. And it's it's not fair to Mahomes because he is he's a generational talent at quarterback and I don't personally I don't think we've seen anything like him before in the NFL but I just and we probably won't for a long time yeah they they just need to pay the man his dues give him give him MVP when he <laughs> deserves it because I mean he makes things that aren't normal look normal and yep. the media is just like yep whatever he did he threw a 75 yard strike again like it's normal for him but it's not. So, I don't know. I think he should win MVP if he keeps up the level of play. That's my prediction. I mean, it, it's the same thing. Like, that's his job, right? So, if, if me and you go into our job and we excel at our job every single day and we're always getting praise, like, we deserve what we're working for. You know what I mean? Like, he, <laughs> he's working to win Super Bowls. He's working to break records. He's working to be MVP. But it sucks that he doesn't deserve it. And, I mean, that that's just life in general. You know what I mean? And, like, we're we're trying to give him a, a reason to win these awards that he's going to deserve. But, I mean, it's just like in a regular workplace. People get shafted even though they're working harder than the guy next to him, even though they're breaking records and selling more things and, and throwing away more trash. Like, whatever yeah. the job is, I mean, that's life, and it sucks. It's but because it becomes did, normal. In the eyes of whoever is it? And we we can't take greatness for normalcy. Mm -mm. We can't take greatness for normalcy. And and Mm -hmm. we are. The NFL is. 
Exactly. And they do it across pretty much all platforms. Yep. I mean, and sports. Platforms yeah, and sports. Exactly. Off topic, not really off topic, but a different sport. I got into yeah. a Twitter argument the other day because somebody said that Wayne Gretzky was the most overrated athlete of all time. But statistically, he's the all-time points leader in the NHL. And yep. points in the NHL are goals and assists. If you take mm-hmm. away Wayne Gretzky's goals, he is still number one all-time in points by assists only. And yep. it became – Which shows normal. how much of a freaking player he is. Yeah, and it's they do it for LeBron. They do it for Gretzky. They've done it for all these all these guys, man. Who in baseball they I mean they they're doing it to Mike Trout currently. Like yep. they're they've done it to Mike Trout for a couple years. He's probably because won, he could win it every single yeah. year. He's probably won three or four MVPs in his career, but in reality, he probably could have won an MVP award every season that he's played. Yeah. So it's just that's my little tangent on how it was a good just, one though. Yeah, it's it's stuff that needs to be said, and I wish that my audience was bigger so that more people yeah. could hear that. But it is what it is. Oh, bro, I just got a notification for Arkansas. I know that I said woo pig suey as soon as I got on here as a joke, <laughs> but they just got fined a hundred thousand dollars for oh, fans what? storming the field over oh, Texas. Come on. They storm everybody. Yeah. Kansas stormed the field. Did they get fined? No, probably not because it's Kansas. Probably not, man. It's just because it's Texas, and Texas is ESPN's baby, and they've got a a huge – SEC is like the president of college football. So, I mean, if if they're not to the 100% standard of the NCAA, which the NCAA is trash and we need to get rid of it, but that's just a whole entire – another different subject and topic. Sorry I brought that up. But, hey – Texas is back. Texas is not back. Te- Texas is probably the back of my life. <laughs> this is what they just, are. That's what they always say every year, though, is that yeah. they're back, back. And they never We're are. Back. Never have been. Never will be. Nope. They're going to get Especially slapped around in the SEC. Yep. 100%. So, is Mahomes your pick for AFC MVP? It has to be. I mean, yeah. who else are we going to choose, man? Baker. I... I think Baker can do it. Did you did you see him he yesterday? Could. Dude, look at his stats. If you can pull him up, bro, it's it's insane. He had an amazing game. He was he I threw think for 20 over for 300 yards. Yep, 20 for 26. He only had six drop passes. Which when he did the right thing, which was throw the ball out of bounds. Yeah. This man looked the best I think he has ever looked at quarterback. He was 21 of 28. He had a QBR of 68, and he was only sacked twice. He was pressured 17 times, one interception. He was averaging around 11 yards per throw. Um, But, man, I'm telling you, he looked good. And what else else do you want the man to do? When you're a run-heavy offense, but you're making the throws – and I'm, I'm freaking out right now, but that's just because I love Baker, and he's a playmaker. And I'm telling you, he looked as poised as I have ever seen oh, yeah. him in the pocket. He, as he poised, calm, cool, collected. He's a winner, bro. He is a winner. He was a winner at Oklahoma. He came to the Browns. They were a bunch of losers. And that first game that he was in, they won. That season was almost a winning season for the first season in, like, 
20-some years, bro. And now they've had almost two back-to-back winning seasons. He looks calm, cool, collected. His feet are set. He's getting his feet ready. He has time to throw the ball and not dance around all the time. And uh, he, he looks amazing. I I could sit here and give you an argument that he will win AFC MVP, but we don't got time for that. And I will talk your ear off for the rest of the day. I mean, we're talking about a guy who was a walk-on at Texas Tech. And, Come on, talk about it. And I think it was right at the end of the Stoops era when Lincoln Riley – it might have even been – He yeah, was there when, when Stoops Lincoln was there. Riley, for like, yeah, His second Stoops, year there, Lincoln Riley came in. Yep, and we're talking about this guy who started out at Texas Tech as a walk-on and drew attention as a walk-on from a top-five program in college football consistently yep. year after year. Oklahoma's right there in the playoff. And we're talking about this kid, man, who they saw. They saw something in him. And maybe it was his winning mentality because he doesn't wow you with his athleticism. He doesn't yep. wow you with size. He's not tall. Mm-hmm. He's six foot nope. on the dot probably. He's a dog is what he is. He's, got, he's a dad bod. I mean, <laughs> but he's he's got an absolute cannon for an arm. He mm-hmm. makes those throws, and he's a leader, and he's a winner, and they see it. And I think that's why he went number one overall in the draft. And a lot of people didn't. Didn't agree with the Browns taking him number one, but yep. has it paid they off? Made the right decision. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. They've I turned think their by franchise the end of the season, around. yeah, he's turned the same franchise around. And you want to know why? Because at the end of the season, I guarantee you, he will be a top ten quarterback, one hundred percent. And I, that's the last I, thing I'm going to say about the Browns, though. I've I've got something to say about him. Okay, go and ahead. Go ahead. Is, I want to hear this. This is from a Washington fan. This is from somebody who. Okay. I don't. I don't like the Browns. I respect them. I don't. I don't really like them. I'll probably probably root for them if they're playing anybody but Washington. But I watch a lot of YouTube in my free time, and Jarvis Landry has a YouTube channel. Love that. And it's man. it's very interesting if you go watch him. It's like just vlogs of him training and stuff like that. But he mm-hmm. had one vlog where Baker Mayfield brought the entire offense. I mean, we're talking receivers, Everyone. running backs, yep. O-line, everybody from that offense, backup, second string, third string to his house down in Texas yep. and took him out his on his house, big right? – Yeah, his big pontoon boat. And they did like a little getaway retreat for that offense. And he, he hosted them at his house. They all stayed at his house. And he does mm-hmm. that because he cares, man. He He's really in it for the team. And yep. he's just a, just a great leader. It's something that he is a great leader, bro. Every NFL team needs is somebody like that. Yeah. You're exactly right, man. I mean that that's how you win over not just the fan base, but also like your players. Yep. And you you want to know something crazy about this NFL season that might be what? something we haven't seen in probably ten years. Is this might be the first NFL season that every NFL team has had a solidified starting quarterback whether it be a veteran, whether it be a rookie, because all the rookie quarterbacks, Zach Wilson, I mean, he might look a little shaky on the Jets, but, I mean, it's really not his fault because he's not got the talent. He made amazing throws yesterday. But Denver, amazing I mean, they've, Denver's got Bridgewater. I mean, Backup Drew Locke is not bad either. Exactly. I mean, we There's, could even say that the worst – we could say the worst quarterback in the league is Tyrod Taylor, but he still got the dub yesterday. But he's solidified. Exactly. He's taking the Bills to the he's playoffs too. Yeah, he's been there. And this might be the first time that we've seen every team compete. I mean, a couple teams might have gotten blown out of the water yesterday. 
But they competed. There was one team team that got blown out, and that was the Falcons. They only scored six points, okay? Other than that, every other team that was getting blown out, the Lions were getting blown out. They came back. The um, Vikings were getting blown out. They came back and took the game into overtime. They still got beat, but every single team has a certified quarterback that in crunch time, when they're getting blown out, they can come back at any second. It's great. It's going to make for a great season. It's a wonderful season. We talked about this the other day, Lenny. Because of the quarterback play and because of the era that we are in right now, social media era, social media era of football and the NFL, the NFL ratings right now have skyrocketed by 20%. And they're going to keep going up. Yep. Yep. I agree, man. I had I had an NFL Sunday ticket preview through DirecTV yesterday where we got all the games for free, which was awesome. And, I mean – Heck, it, yeah, it's awesome, bro. I it, freaking love them. That free ticket. preview, it served its purpose, man, of, of trying to get people to want to buy their program, which – I really want to do now because it's so it's, <laughs> it's so, so cool worth just it. to be able to just sit there and just flip through games. You've got all all sixteen or whatever games going on. Yep, and you just flip right through it, man. And it's it's something to see because around yeah, here is. we only get we get Pittsburgh and Cincinnati on the local channels every time. We get AFC North games, and that's about it. Yep. But yeah, it's. It's going to make for a good year, man. Good year of football. We're going All right, to man, go. I got a question for you, though. What's your What's your question? Okay. We've been asking some questions. You've been asking me questions. But my question for you, I already gave my answer earlier. Who do you think the hardest division is in each um, conference? We got the NFC and the AFC. What conference do you think is the hardest in the NFC and the AFC? I mean, I don't know for the NFC, I think NFC West. In football right now, in the NFC, AFC, I'm going to go with AFC North, not only because I'm, I'm a diehard Browns fan, but because the Steelers' defense is there, and it's yeah. hard. They beat the Bills yesterday. Most people on betting apps had the Bills winning that game because of their offensive firepower. The offense is going to come together for the Steelers, but – Defense stout. The Ravens, they've been certified for the last couple of years. In my opinion, and this is a hot take, I think they are going to end up being the worst team in that division this year, only because I, I certainly believe that because of all these injuries, their mentality is going to be in shambles. And I could be wrong, and that's okay if I am. And then the Bengals yesterday proved that when you have a line and you have a young quarterback who has chemistry with his wide receivers, you're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And Joe Burrow proved that yesterday. He's unstoppable. He's the real deal. He he can be a quarterback that can go and jump up to the top maybe 15 quarterbacks either this year or the next couple of years um, because he is electric. But that's my um, take on the hardest divisions in football right now. Yeah, I'm, I'd say for the NFC, I'm going NFC West as well, just like yeah. you said, because – it's it's a competitive division. I think the Rams. I think the Rams last night. I think the Rams last night put it solidified it. They did. They did. Cardinals are balling out. Seahawks balling out. Rams balling out. But I also think that year in and year out, as, as silly as this may sound, 
NFC East. NFC East. Oh. Because every team equally sucks every year. But this okay, year, well, well, that's they, not they, they, just, they, just, they just they just suck less. The Cowboys have an electric offense. We've seen it. Electric, bro. Electric. They're they're going to Washington be has an electric defense. We've seen it. Yep. The Giants, at times, can spark. All right. Yeah. The Eagles. Mm-hmm. The Eagles. They're electric. They're, not half they're bad. Electric. Not half bad. Electric. And, and it's great to see. And this this might be. I mean, they're competitive every year. Like I said, in terms of equally being bad. But this mm-hmm. might be the first year since Mike Vick was on the Eagles and Romo was still on the Cowboys that we've seen them actually be somewhat decent and compete yeah. with each other. The and, Eagles games this year against the Cowboys will probably be the best NFC matchups that we've seen in a while. Yeah, I agree completely. I agree completely. But I'd say in in the AFC, I'm right there. I'd agree with you, man, because Steelers are probably going to be competitive this year. Their defense holds up that team, even if Big Ben doesn't play well. Yeah. And Big Ben's on his last leg. I mean, Lamar, I, we'll see tonight how the, how the Ravens do, because I still yeah. think I, I'm not counting the Ravens out. I'm not counting them out. And the Browns will probably end up winning the division. Yeah. If we're being honest, but it's it's just going to be a great great year to watch football. If, what about the Bengals? You didn't give the, me your take on them. I I think the Bengals will probably probably finish last in the division. If I'm being honest, I think so. Okay, yeah. you think but, they go five hundred? I still think they go five hundred or above. I think that they wow. I think they slip a winning record by maybe one or two wins. You think they could be a wild card and make playoffs? I do. I think so, but it would take a lot because there's a there's a whole lot of good AFC teams out there. Yeah, that true. may not win. They may not win their conference and might be competing for the wild card. True. I mean, everyone's going to have to go through, in my opinion, either the Browns, the Bills, or Kansas City. That, mm-hmm. That's how and you the make Bills, the Super Bowl man, this year. They did not look good yesterday. I don't the know Bills what it is, did. man. I don't it's the Steelers' know what defense. It was. It's the Steelers' defense. So you you think that their offense is still amazing, but the Steelers' defense is just better? I wholeheartedly, yeah, that's I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. I think the Bills' offense is still electric. I think they have one problem right now: they have to catch balls. Yeah, Stephon Stephon Diggs had drops yesterday, and Cole Beasley had a ton of drops yesterday. He couldn't catch the ball for some reason, yeah. and I I think that team is a team that is still going to be electric like they have been for probably the last two years. But my, my thing is when Gabriel Davis is your best wide receiver on the day, the only one that has a touchdown, you're losing, you're losing the ball game. Well, I mean, that's, Gabriel Davis, that's to be fair, is one of those guys that could go to another team like, like Washington, for example, and be one of the best number two receivers in the NFL because he's got size, so. he's got speed. He does have a lot of size. He had, I mean, he he's a big almost, almost led their team in touchdown receptions last year. Mm-hmm. He had seven or eight touchdowns. I think Diggs probably had around ten. But Diggs you just had can't. double digits for sure. Diggs is is very tough. He's very tough. Yeah. Well, yeah, 
think we shall go ahead and conclude this, but I definitely think another episode is inbound of us giving our yeah maybe sure, top bro. five top five at each position. Top, top five, five Okay, are we saying top five players for every position in the NFL? Or no, just, just like skill positions. Back? Skill okay. positions, Good. quarterback, running back, receiver, maybe D-line, okay. corners, that kind of stuff. Okay. I, I think yeah. maybe we, we say the top five line, D-line, or offensive line in the NFLs. Yeah, like team-wise. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yep, that would be good, man. Yeah, well, for sure, bro. I just want to say thanks for letting me come on. I know I talk a lot, but, I mean, I, I think that just sparks good conversation. Good makes it easy on the host. It helps us continue to move on. Dumb, we're, we're talking about football. Yep. It makes it easy on the host and have a talkative guest. <laughs> so, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for joining the show today. Yes, sir, man. Look we'll forward do it again to soon. having you back. Yep. All right. See you, Lenny. All right. Deuces. Bye, bud. See you.